0: today we've got an amazingly wonderful uh gal that is a rocket scientist she is beyond belief she is such an amazing gal rochelle marie welcome
1: thank you
0: okay wow i I just got to catch my breath because it's been such a a painful crazy day i feel that I've known you forever. You are such an amazing person. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your history so everybody can get to know you as well?
1: Well, um, I'm a registered nurse. I'm an Ayurvedic nurse practitioner. Well, I
0: know something else about you. You're the queen of feeling
1: fabulous. Feeling
0: fabulous. what people say about you. You know, that's yeah. because you are feeling fabulous and you are the queen of feeling fabulous. How did you get that moniker? You know, um
1: some ladies gave it to me that I met probably ooh, about ten years ago, I guess, because I'll you know, every time I they would see me, they're like, How are you doing? Fab and I would always say fabulous. How are you feeling? Fabulous, you know, so fabulous was my word. So Well, like, I
0: know okay, something I- else about you too. You're yeah. a- very successful business owner. And you're a practitioner of Ayurvedic, I hope I didn't butcher that too much. No. Health medicine. How did you get along that path?
1: Well, um, it kind of came from my own journey. I had a 17 year uh, challenge uh, where I had a, me- a medical condition that could not be diagnosed. For seventeen years. You too,
0: eh? You too. Yeah. Eh? Back yeah. in two thousand and five, two thousand and three, I was told I had six months to live. I begged me to get my affairs in order because I had ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh wow. You know, I had seen forty doctors before that diagnosis was made by a world leading neurologist. He had called me to his office and when i got there i was so shocked all he did was say you better get your affairs in order dr leica you got six months to live you know that's crazy that's nuts
1: wow and well you know it's 2020
0: and 2003 was a long time ago six months has gone very quickly i tell you he, I didn't <laughs> have, that hitting the wall that he promised me didn't go like he planned it so you know, I'm a very blessed person.
1: Wow! wow. What's your That's story
0: about? I bet you it's even more fantastic than mine.
1: Well, mine started when I was eight, and uh,
0: it was 17 years before.
1: You not remember the when you were,
0: You remember when you were eight? I can't remember that far back.
1: Oh yeah, my when I was eight, I had a lot of very. Uh, significant things happened to me. So eight, I almost want to say when I was eight, eight was my care to share, care to share, care to share. Yeah, yeah, no. And I think it's great because for, for instance, my 17 year journey with my health challenge was all related to stress and the stress that occurred at the age of eight, was the precipitating factor for me suffering for 17 years with an undiagnosed medical condition that I figured out myself when I became a registered nurse. But, anyways, so what happened was at the age of eight, I uh, I had a couple things. I had four things very significantly happen. The first one is at my eight-year-old birthday party. You know, playing with my friends, my cousins. We're getting ready to go out to play outside. It's February so it's it's winter but we're getting ready to go out I you know live in California so we're getting ready to go outside and you uh, like open
0: the- you ain't seen nothing yet you
1: ain't seen nothing yet
0: here I, I, it's gonna be very cold in the next couple of weeks or months.
1: Oh my goodness um but I opened the door and my beloved German Shepherd had been hit by a car and literally was dying on my front porch.
0: Oh, my was goodness. That must my, to be terribly traumatic.
1: Oh, it was very traumatic. So that was that was the incident. Number one, of course, the birthday party ended and my dog ended up dying that night. Um, And then two months later, my beloved grandfather, my beloved Sicilian grandfather died. And I spent a lot of time with him. Lots, lots of time. I'm the only granddaughter on both sides of the family. So I spent a lot of time with my grandfather. So. Was very traumatized by that because he was the one that would take me to school and pick me up and stuff like that, right? And then, um, a couple months after that, my parents um announced they were getting a divorce, or I was told that we're, my parents were, my mom told me that she was divorcing my dad, and uh, you know, eight, I didn't really know what that meant, but I just knew dad wouldn't be living with us no more. So, girl, that, you
0: sure had a lot of problems there. My goodness, you you've already told me. A lot of problems. And right. I tell you, this this must have been a terribly traumatic time in your life. It was.
1: And then the last thing was when I was eight, I um I didn't know it, but I was getting ready to go back to school thinking I was going to the third grade. And I ended up finding out that I was I had been promoted. So I went from second grade to fourth grade. And I had to go to a new school
0: where I did lost all your friends and you lost all your buds and you got lost all your support group and everything was crazy. And you had to learn everything all over again.
1: Yeah. And I was bullied my whole fourth grade year by a girl that I kept it. I suffered in silence. So you those know, back
0: four- then that was very common. I you know. I it, know. Was, it was something that happened to a lot of people. It yeah. wasn't right. But, you know, back then, no one spoke about that.
1: Exactly. I suffered in silence. And so those four precipitating things uh, literally all stressed induced uh, for an eight-year-old, lots for an eight-year-old to handle. Um, but, yeah, it was the, my journey to uh, discovering truly what health and well-being means. And so I suffered with this This. It, my stomach. Basically, my stomach always hurt. And I went to doctor after doctor after doctor. Now, I was I grew up in uh, the Silicon yeah. Valley. So I you know I was at that time living in Palo Alto. What do so, you think
0: about doctors then and what do you think about them now?
1: Uh, I, I, you know, you know, as a little kid, you just do what you're told to do. Right. Yeah, you, you got um, to. I really got to the point, though. Um, when I got to be about ten, so I was in the sixth grade. When I got to be about ten years old, like you know, they would give, they would always prescribe me medications, and um, they didn't work. And so I just stopped taking them, and you I know, would my tell my
0: doctor, mom. Telling me I had ALS, I got very mad at. Him. I was really angry at him. I could have bitten mm-hmm. off his head. I could have really you know, got <laughs> him if I was allowed to. It was something that that this guy, he had such an awful bedside manner that I just literally, he was an awful guy. You know, what got me through that was I forgave him. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't do and people forget about. Now, forgiveness is not for somebody else, it's for you. It really, you know, when you're in a situation where you're, when you need to forgive, it's like dra- being bitten by a snake. That venom goes throughout you forever, unless you forgive and get right. rid of that hate and that stuff. That's what forgiveness is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, it. You know, things happen in your life for a reason. You don't always know why you're going down a particular journey or why you have you veered off your
0: path. So is that about when you started on this Ayurvedic medicine path, or was it so, slightly?
1: So how Ayurveda came. So over the years, at 17 years, I started doing all kind of things, which was atypical for a kid my, you know, my age and in the time, you know, growing up in the 70s. But I started doing a lot of things because um, I just was trying to feel better. And the older I got, the more more pronounced my symptoms were, and the more pain that I experienced. And so Ayurveda came. Um but just by accident, actually. So I'm gonna tell you a quick story. So when I was twenty-five, let's, I was let's hear already, your
0: story. I love to hear stories.
1: So when I was twenty-five, I was already working as a registered nurse in the emergency department. Um have been doing that for you know, a little while and discovered that um discovered that uh, some of the things that I would share with my patients with regards to things I had learned over the course of the time. Um, of the 17 years, I want to say really from the age of 13 to 25. So the last 12 years, meditation and breathing and massage therapy. And I stopped eating fast food when I was a freshman in high school at the age of 13 because it, it always made me sick. And, you know, just some of these things and utilizing herbs and just all kind of stuff. So I figured out what I had myself. I actually, my ulcer, I had an ulcer that turned into a bleeding ulcer and I was able to heal myself holistically and naturally without any medicines or any wow. doctors. And so I'm going to fast forward. So that was 25. So a few, quite a few years later, I was looking at one of my, one of my kids were was getting ready to go off to college. And, um, and I was looking at, like, you know, I want to do something. And, and the, my colleagues always said, you should be a doctor. You should go back to medical school. You're, you, you're so great at diagnosing and, and that, honing tell you,
0: in. not all that's cracked up to be. I, I went through med school. I did all that stuff. Now I'm glad I'm out of it. I'm glad I'm able to help people in a, in a, a better way. You know, medicine is a, a very tough, awful, difficult, crazy field. And it's
1: really different now than how it was 30 years ago when I, you know, 30 plus years ago when I became a nurse. But lo and behold, I found um, I found Ayurveda and I was like, oh, what's this? And I started looking at it and realized that all the stuff that I had been doing was all Ayurvedic principles. I just didn't know the science or rationale behind it. And so once I discovered that, then I just um. You know, went and got a master's degree in it and became an Ayurvedic nurse practitioner and opened up my second business uh, focusing on health and well-being. And
0: the rest is history. So you're a practitioner of Ayurvedic medicine. Do you see patients now?
1: I, You know what? When I first started the business, it was all um, my focus is detoxification. Um, and I had a actual, uh, spa holistic spa in the city that I lived in, in Northern California, but I, I went to a conference and got a bug about speaking and, and writing, which is something I love to do and ended up, um, getting numerous requests to speak specifically about detoxification and just Ayurveda in general. And uh, as well as being a business owner, cause I have another business that I started. Um, That's another story, but I started before the the spa. And so I ended up getting clients globally. I was shown how I could get clients globally and serve people globally, globally, you know, by utilizing the technology that we had available, which was, of course, um, go to meetings, Zoom, things of that nature. Um, And so I ended up having more clients globally than I did that was coming into the spa and I was speaking so much and being traveling so much that I ended up closing the spa. And so now I'm able to broaden my horizon, so to speak and help people around the world.
0: Yeah. This COVID thing has been crazy and nasty, but it's had one or two benefits and one of them now can go global very easily. For example, this podcast will probably be seen in 70 countries or so. This podcast it is truly amazing and I can't believe this simple technology is something that allows us to do such an amazing feat.
1: I, yeah, I, I can't believe it either. So I'm gonna share something else with you. So please, my please. my very second degree, which started which kind of helped me start my first business, um, is electrical engineer. I'm an electrical no, wait. engineer. No, wait.
0: You're an electrical engineer too? Wow. Yeah. When did, did you have the spare time to well, do that? Well, listen to this.
1: However, growing up in, being born, raised in the Silicon Valley, born at Stanford, growing up in Silicon Valley during the Cold War era in the 70s, where everything was defense contractors and big, you know, all of that. I could not get a job as a female by all those big name companies in Silicon Valley because I was a female. You and know, I was young. I, can't
0: I was 20. What went on there? And I'm always uh, shocked at what we, us whitey guys, did to women. <laughs> I, I mean, really, it was a crazy, nutsy world then too. But really, it was it was not good for for women. It was not at all not good at all.
1: It wasn't. And, and you know, what was funny is, um, and I'm going to, I'm calling them out, you know, what can I do? But I was interviewed by IBM, Hewlett Packard, Intel, all those companies that made those chips, FMC, which was a huge defense contractor, um, you know, because they had those microchips, you know, not the technology we have today, but the ancient technology of the seventies pre-computer and all of that pre, let me see personal computer. Um, I was told you know, when that I
0: started when I started a computer used to take up a whole floor of yes. the department. I yes. didn't get to know them very well because you had to be uh, a computer person or get up at three o'clock in the morning. I was I I wasn't gonna get up at three o'clock in the morning to go and talk to a stupid computer just because that's the only time they'd give me. There's no right. way Bill Gates grew up in a similar day, but Bill Gates turned on a lot of things, did a lot of things. He and Apple have done so much for the world. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's it's funny because Microsoft didn't exist when I was in the 70s, and neither did Apple for that, for that. just to clarify things. So um, uh, let me say the 80s, because it was really the 80s by this time. Um, but I couldn't get, get hired, um, and uh, I was told, you know what, honey, we would... And they would say, honey, oh my goodness. You know, oh, what a patronizing, say, you know, awful thing. Right. But, you know, it was, it was that time when no, there was no sex discrimination or any or har- harassment things going on. Or there was, but there that's a whole nother story.
0: Well, back, um, in so I, back in 2003, Rochelle, I, I saw all this stuff going on. And because I saw this going on. I partnered with the YWCA in in Canada, and this group we started a thing to honor women. We started a big production to make women get some of the dues that they deserved, and that That's really, crazy. you know, I saw this crap, and I wasn't going to put up with it. There's no way, you know, I was married, I had four daughters, and there's no way I was going to let any of them go through this. I wasn't going to let these these whitey guys do this crap and do this stuff. So I started this. Boy, was I, the establishment didn't like me at that time. They, they thought, oh. oh, my God, what does this guy do? And he's ruining everything. You know, we got it so good, they used to say, and this guy's just destroying things. How dare he right. honor women? There's no way.
1: Right. We should be at home making dinner and have a cigar or, you know, cocktail ready for the for when the husband well, comes I in Not but so yeah that was it, it was it was a different era different time so what happened was because i couldn't get hired as an electrical engineer in silicon valley in the 80s because i was a woman and i looked like i was 12 and i was told that we would love to hire you but you're going to be working around guys that are your father's age and until we can make them comfortable We've got to figure it out we'll
0: call you back well, I never got to call I mean and that was from every 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 company We're just running out of a little bit of time so I want to fast forward to today oh. I want I want okay. to go and get in tell these one of these people out here some of the stuff you're doing right now. Can you share a little bit of that like you just did?
1: Yes. Yeah, so some of the things I'm doing, of course, I'm helping people. My specialty is detoxification. You don't need to come see me. If you do, if you want to come see me, you can, but you don't need to. We can detoxify you uh, virtually, so to speak, but it really. Um, you but have a also
0: website, Do you have a place where people I, can get in touch with you?
1: Yes. My website is Blissful Living, the number four in the letter U, Dot com And if you go there, you can find out everything that we're doing, all the programs that I have, as well as I have this Women's Summit called the Unstoppable Women's Summit, turning your passion into your purpose while being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable. And it's about uniting women around the world so that we can support each other, empower each other, connect with each other, strengthen each other, motivate each other but really to help us um, unite because uh, women are change agents. And I believe that our world has come to a place in time where we need women united for the change in the betterment of the world. And so um, this I have uh, six live events planned for, they were planned for 2020, but COVID said, no, not this year. So they're planned for 2021 gotta listen to the good old Corona the, the good old coronavirus and uh, virtual summit so I'm, I'm getting ready to have the second virtual summit which is happening Saturday October 17th and then the third the third in the series will happen um, in January 2021. So if you go to my website you can find out all the details about everything that I'm doing, where I'm gonna be, where I'm speaking, what programs, specials, goodies, freebies All of that stuff, because I really am focused on helping women and men to uh, elevate their wellness, their wisdom and their wealth. And uh, I'm just the gal to do that. So
0: that's what's going on with me. You know, I'm so glad you shared your website with people so that they can get on with it and be part of that, too. I think that will help a lot of the people out there. You know, I've only known you for a short while, but I feel I've known you forever. Oh. And, and I, I think your website and you are amazing. And I really think all our listeners should take part of this and be part of, of your world and share and, and learn from you so much that they can. Because you have given so much, have so much to give that I think these these listeners will be really benefited by what you do.
1: Thank you so much. I mean, I, I feel so humbly honored to be able to be here on your show and just talk a little bit about me and, you know, learn more about you and to be able to share, you know, information. And I'm telling you, if you if you guys listening out there looking at this, if you go to my website, there's a ton of free stuff, um, a ton of free stuff. So go if you just want to pick up some free stuff about, you know. And who doesn't everybody. like
0: free stuff, eh? Who doesn't like free stuff? Exactly. Everybody likes free stuff.
1: Particularly if it's helping you to elevate your wellness, your mindset, wisdom, and wealth. You know, who would not want that? It's the WWW effect.
0: (laughs) Okay. Everybody, this is Rochelle Marie. You need to pay attention, take part in what she has. We're just about our end here. Rochelle, what is your secret to living a fantastic life? Uh,
1: Can I say it? No. Yes, yes, please. Having lots of sex every...
0: No. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's a good one. That's a great one. I don't know if our audience uh, will will accept that or not. But you know that. Okay, is let me let me a, talk, let, let me let
1: me do that. it back. <laughs> Make sure you just really take really good care of yourself, particularly in this day and age. Make sure you eat the best foods you possibly can. Um, you know, do a little bit of detoxification therapies, even if it's just sitting in a warm bath and just letting your body. Get to a sweaty point and just allowing your body to naturally, you know, expunge some of those toxins we take in. Anything that you can do to help you focus um, and elevate your immune system, taking, you know, vitamin C and vitamin E and sitting out in the sun and breathing fresh air when you're not around people, anything we can do to elevate um, our health and well-being by following holistic and natural principles We're is first,
0: I, Murray, you got so much together you got so much that people need to pay attention to thank you very much you've been listening to how to live a fantastic life be sure and pick up a copy of dr. Leica's book the secrets to living a fantastic life on amazon.com and you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode have a fantastic day